Hi everyone, welcome to Fearless Living Podcast. Um, It's me, Jess, and today I actually wanted to speak on something that I recently went through and also a quotation that I really love and I had it saved in my notes from 2017 actually. So I just wanted to read that, give some context on the background of it. I think this was actually, I was at my aunt's house in Brooklyn and like I said, this was in 2017 in May, and it was Liz Gilbert had a Super Soul Sunday episode with Oprah, and she was basically speaking about Jim McLaren. So from what I know, maybe I'm wrong, hopefully I'm not, he is actually um, someone who is a paraplegic and disabled and went through, you know, multiple accidents in his life that left him that way. And he ultimately succumbed to those accidents and passed away a few years ago. But Liz was telling Oprah something that Jim told Liz. So Liz is the middleman in this story, just relaying his message. But I really loved this message and I still do and I forever will because I think it's very powerful. So Basically, I wrote down some notes from the episode and it goes like this. Suffering without catharsis is nothing but wasted pain. Does suffering make us better? Not necessarily, not automatically. Suffering just happens constantly and randomly. And if you don't make anything out of it, then it causes you nothing but harm. It appended you for no reason. But suffering can also be the greatest possible invitation to transform but only if you accept that invitation and only if you go through a complete catharsis and only if you actually change yourself because of what you've experienced. But that part is up to you. Only you can execute a catharsis in your own life. Suffering without catharsis is nothing but wasted pain and you should never waste your pain, never waste your suffering. It's powerful stuff, the most powerful stuff there is. Use it, transform from it, learn grow, be better, end quote. And that was Jim McLaren to Liz Gilbert relayed on the Oprah show. So what I really love about this quotation is so many things. I think that it is just amazing and such a wise piece of advice from someone who has or who had, excuse me, been through a lot in his own life. And for me, I know that it relates directly to me as well because, you know, I think it relates to all of us. We're all humans. We all go through a lot of shit. Some of us go through very, very traumatic events in our lives. Um, I know in my own family, my family members have gone through a lot of traumatic events in their lives too, Uh, namely my father who had a stroke when he was 42 years old and The left side of his body is paralyzed, and when he had the stroke, he lost his job. He was newly in a relationship with my mother. They were married. I was two years old. He was going through a really shitty, traumatic, horrible divorce, and that stroke affected him um, forever, really, and in turn, it affected me because everything's a domino effect, and we all affect one another, you know, um, we're all connected. And 
I know for me, when I think of things that I've been through in my life, like I just said, being the daughter of someone who is handicapped and who has been through depression and anxiety and extreme loss in his life, and also my mother who has been through her own suffering in life, and then subsequently I've been through my own suffering in many different ways when it comes to certain things I've tried to manifest not happening or... Sometimes I've even found that I've broken my own heart in a sense or, you know, just been through things with regular things that we all go through. For me personally, um, like losing friendships and having a deep sense of affection for someone who does not feel the same way back or, I don't know, regular things that we all seem to go through. But I think it's a really great reminder when we're going through these things to realize how potent the medicine in these things all are. I've been through situations where I have been extremely uncomfortable when it comes to relationships with men or encounters with men. And I've had to dig deep and see what my wounds were to that and see how, what were the subconscious beliefs that I held that were stopping me from manifesting something better for myself. Why was I attracting those men? Why was I attracting those circumstances? And I think it comes down to our mentality, our belief system. A lot of times we've been conditioned to believe that we are only worthy of a certain type of love or a certain type of attention, whether it's from the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever you fancy. But I know for me, just having those moments of emotional violation or objectification or very uncomfortable moments, um, they caused me to look within myself and reevaluate my own beliefs. But something that I really love that not only this quotation explains, but actually Shaman Durek has a podcast. I love him. He's so knowledgeable, so high vibrational, just really great. And I love his podcast. And essentially recently in one of his podcasts, he mentioned he mentions it as medicine, that everything that we go through is somewhat of a medicine. And I, I just loved that. When I heard that, I was like, wow, I can apply that to everything. You can see the hard times in your life as medicine. Maybe your spirit guides or your ancestors or God or Jesus or whoever you may believe in or pray to or you can say even your highest self, even you, your soul, your spirit, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes I feel that we go through things and the trauma, the pain, like I said in my intro podcast episode You can extract meaning from whatever comes to you in your life. And no matter how big or small it is, you are the one who is in control. You can extract meaning. And you can use that medicine, as Shaman Dirk says. And as Jim said to Liz, don't waste your suffering. Don't waste your pain. It's the most potent thing out there. It's so powerful. It's powerful medicine because you have the ability to take that medicine, that pain, that trauma, and use it to your advantage in a sense. Use it to make you a better person, a more compassionate being, 
a more loving person, a kinder person, um, somebody who is able to connect with others more. Or you can use it as a stepping stone simply in your journey, and you don't know what's going to unfold from there. I know recently I went through a situation where I was just trying to believe the best in this person and the situation, but it wasn't going to move past a certain level. And I had to accept my losses, and that's fine, but I, everything also, I feel personally, is a domino effect. And in a sense, it was almost as though if I hadn't met this person, then I wouldn't have gone to multiple healing sessions and learned more about myself and learned more about my my path and my journey and and been able to find out more of what it is that I do want. You know, by learning more of what you don't want, you automatically know what you do want because it's the duality of it all. It's the polarity. And so that medicine of that situation, it just led me down this path to where I could even make this podcast. Um, I mean, really, I had doubted myself for a very long time and I just kind of took the desires of being more creative, having a podcast or writing more because I love to write. So just having a podcast, speaking on my life, my lessons, and even documenting my own life, regardless of who listens to this, it can be for me and for me to self-reflect and it's somewhat of a way of somewhat uh, like therapy, excuse me, and also having these conversations with my best friends and documenting that and interviewing other people who teach me a lot and who I love to hear from because the more that you challenge yourself and grow and expose yourself to different ideologies, the more that you grow in your own ideology and in your own definition of what works for you, what doesn't, in your own life, and you know, etc. But quite frankly, if I had not met this person and gone through what I went through, I have to question would I be here speaking right now? And I know it sounds so trite almost or it sounds really cheesy and it sounds really like ridiculous in a sense but I don't believe that anything is a coincidence and I think that after I met that person I went to an astrologer and I went to a shaman and both of them led me to well actually not even led me both of them told me hey you know you're supposed to be a writer right and they gave me somewhat permission in a sense to be more creative again, to tap more into my creative power, to tap more into my creative spirit and to write more and to want to write more. And then I started looking up classes. And then I thought to myself, you know, what happened to that dream of me wanting to be more creative, me wanting to be that writer? Then shortly after that, I was speaking to my best friends and I had always hated my voice my whole life. I just had this love-hate relationship with my voice, more so hate than love. And um, a few years ago, I met some people who commented about my voice and they said I had such a lovely voice. And I thought that that was such a foreign concept to me. I never heard about, you know, nobody had ever um, commented on my voice before. And so then I, you know, let that compliment come and go. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. And then my best friend actually two days ago told me, you know, you have such a great voice. Um, I really love your voice. I really love what you have to say and you should start a podcast. And that's the third person within probably about eight or nine months who has told me that I should start a podcast. And at what point 
do we listen to these signs? At what point do we take the signs of the universe and, and our ancestors, or our spirit guides, or even ourselves, and take it and run with it and really listen? And I truly, I just feel as though, hey, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I would have come to be more in my creative spirit and a writer and doing this podcast right now if I had not met that that guy who who shook my earth a little bit, who shook me a bit and and made me reawaken to myself and my own body and goals and desires and creative nature, I probably would have still come to this conclusion of creating a podcast and of being a writer. Yes, of course. But would I have done it this soon? Would it have possibly taken me even longer to come to this point of being ready to create a podcast, of being ready to be a writer? So I think that in and of itself shows that everything's a domino effect. It's it's like if you don't go through something or make mistakes, you don't become this unique individual that you are today with all of your pain and trauma and suffering and all of your love and light and joy and the lessons that you can share with other people. You wouldn't be that person. You wouldn't be that multidimensional creature if it had not been for certain mistakes or certain experiences or certain experiments, if you will, that you have in life. And so I can't even say that that experience was for naught. I think that it was meaningful. It was painful, it was uncomfortable, and it was not very fun. Um, But I learned a lot, and it was a domino effect, and it brought me here to speaking to anyone who's listening right now. And for that, I'm grateful. And I just think that it's extraordinary, in a sense, how life works, because That suffering, that pain, no matter how big or small or no matter the depth of your pain or your suffering, if you extract meaning from it and you use it as medicine, you don't know where that can take you. And it can take you to some wonderful places. I remember in 2014, I had graduated from college and I stopped dating this guy who I don't even know if I can consider it dating. It was just an experience, if you will, in my life. And I remember I went through this hurricane of emotions, if you will. And it led me to learning about law of attraction and energy and how Everything is energy. Um, It led me to learning more about quantum physics. Um, It led me to Abraham Hicks' teaching. And even though Abraham Hicks is controversial, whether you like them or not, I'm just saying that it was a part of my journey and it has helped me tremendously. And if it were not for that guy and for that experience and for the hurricane of emotions and crying and nights of crying and waking up with anxiety and feeling extremely lonely and so sad. I wouldn't have found law of attraction. I wouldn't have been so desperate for help, for spiritual help. And 
I returned to source energy. I returned to my highest self and I created a relationship with my highest self and with spirituality that I never had before. And here I am, you know, all of those lessons, all the things that I now believe about spirituality and law of attraction has deepened and has become even more wide and beautiful. And I've explored many different realms of different spiritualities since then. And it has all made me who I am. And so I think that the medicine that I took from this last guy that I mentioned earlier, this the most recent one, is that he too caused me to return to myself, return to the strong relationship that I have with my highest self and with God and with the divine energy that flows through all of us. And I really do, you know, question if I would be here right now, if I had not met him, maybe I would still do this podcast, but maybe at a later time, because for years, for months, for weeks, I was delaying this. I didn't think I could do it. I was flip-flopping back and forth. And now I'm at a place where I just did it. I knew it was time. And it's so funny because... Today's numerology, if you subscribe to those beliefs, is boils down to the number one, and one is all about new beginnings. And I just recently cut off communication with this individual this morning, quite frankly. And now I can look back on that and see that it has hurt, served me extraordinarily well. Because here I am, nipping this fear in the bud, putting myself out there, creating a podcast, speaking to anybody who's listening right now (laughs) and bearing my heart and soul and just speaking on what I want to speak on and what goes through my head and hoping that somebody out there can relate and sharing the message that Jim shared with Liz on the Oprah Super Soul Sunday show, which I mentioned earlier in this podcast and Just sharing with all of you that no matter what your pain is, no matter what your trauma is, I challenge us all to take these painful moments in life. No matter what it is, even if it's just a simple rejection, let's say you like somebody and they don't like you back, that shit hurts. Look, I've been there. So I know It may not be the end of the world. And there are people out there, all of us, at different times in our lives, we go through far deeper pain than simply a rejection from somebody that we like. So trust me, I know that it may not be the best example, but just come with me on this. If we take the pain from that and we take our suffering, no matter how big or small it is, and we use it as medicine to be better human beings, to be there for one another more, to count our blessings more, to connect with ourselves more and to go inward, inward in our heart and in our consciousness where God is, where our highest self is, where divine energy is, then we will most likely, I would like to believe, see a lot of improvement happen in our lives and strides taking place, and wonderful manifestations beyond our wildest dreams. 
And so I want to challenge us all to do that and to see things in life as medicine. It's medicine. It's medicine for your soul. It's medicine for for you to take and extract meaning and be a better person, be a better partner, a better lover, a better best friend, to be there for one another. I know sometimes whenever I go through a tough time, I can lean on my best friends or my mother or my aunt and I know instantly how incredibly blessed I am to have these people. And I really hope that whoever's listening, you have a strong support system because life is hard and it's not always fun and it's, it's messy and it's tragic sometimes, but it's also really funny and light and extraordinary. But if you don't have a good support system, I don't think it's anywhere near as easy to get through. So I really hope that everybody who's listening has a really strong support system. And if you don't, I hope that you find it very soon. But going back to my point, whenever I'm going through a hard time, I have those around me who support me, who love me, who listen to me when I'm crying on the phone about someone who was rude to me or a rejection that I faced or something that I'm going through at work or the loss of somebody in my life. No matter what it is, I have people who are there for me who shine light on my darkness and help me to then shine my light on my own darkness. And we can be there for one another. And we can use this medicine of suffering and pain and we can have a catharsis, as Jim said. And catharsis is so very important to exercise, exercise, not even exercise. I should probably pronounce that better, exorcise, like exercise your demons, things like that. We can exercise ourselves in a sense. And grow and learn. And all of this is so airy-fairy, but what else is our option? What's the other side of the coin. Do we want to believe that life is this big adventure, tragic and bold and hilarious and wonderful or fucking horrible? Do we want to believe that life is just a smash up of all those things that I mentioned? Or do you want to believe that it's just all the negativity and it's it's a shithole and that it's all for nothing? And I personally, I can't live like that. I have to extract meaning and I have to add to my philosophies and I have to learn and grow and I have to have conversations with people that I really love who make me feel better about my life decisions. Even if I make a mistake, I still have people around me who say, everything's going to be okay. And I need to go through things in my life and have that medicine and see it as medicine. It is a choice. To see your pain and your suffering as medicine. It is a choice to not waste your pain and to not waste your suffering. It is a choice to see your pain and your suffering as powerful stuff. 
to transform it, to transmute it, to be the alchemist, to learn, grow, and be better. And I love what Jim said too when when it came to the question of does suffering make us better? And he said not necessarily and not automatically. It just happens constantly and randomly. But what I love is where he goes from there. Because he then says, if you don't make anything out of it, it just causes you pain. It just causes you harm. But if you make something out of it, then you are the alchemist. And we are. We are the people in charge of our lives. And as much as I like to play the victim at times, I know it's a very powerless role. Trust me, I don't. I catch myself when I'm playing the victim and I like to transmute that very quickly. But nevertheless, it does happen to me from time to time where I play the victim and I just want to sit there and say, why this? Why that? Why me? But if we don't make anything out of our suffering, then it's just there and it's just going to harm us and it's just going to do nothing but make us feel like shit. And I don't want to feel like shit while I'm on this earth. I know I will feel like shit. Of course, that's bound to happen and it's bound to happen a lot. But I don't want to constantly feel like shit all the time about my life every single day. I want to seek help when I need it. I want to have a strong support system. I want to hopefully one day meet an incredible partner so that I can have the love life of my prayers. I want to travel the world and connect with other people. I want to have fun. I want to see life as this playground and I want to play and I want to make the best out of everything that happens to me and for me. As I forget who says it. I think it's Jim Carrey, but someone out there, probably Jim Carrey, says life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And I really love that as well because it's, it falls right in line with what Jim says to, to Liz. And it falls right in line with what Shaman Durek says about using your experiences as medicine, especially the negative experiences as medicine. But life happens for us. So whether you make a shit ton of mistakes or... You experiment with different things or you get out of your comfort zone and you go from one pathway to another and you flip-flop constantly. Whatever it is that you want to do with your life, just know that it's happening for you for your greatest good and also things that may seem that they're happening to you such as another human being's response to your life or another person's role in your life. It's happening for you. It's medicine. Medicine to help you grow and be better and connect more with your heart, connect more with your highest self, connect more to be a more highly evolved, conscious person. Um, it's so funny. As I'm speaking, I'm thinking of all these other quotations that I absolutely love that fall in line with this same exact ideology. And another one is that Everything that happens to us in life is used to help us be a more, to help us heighten our consciousness, to help us expand our consciousness, to be better people, to 
raise our energy, raise our vibrations. And we may not see it at the moment. I mean, seriously, if anybody caught me earlier today (laughs) before I recorded this, I was in not so great of a mood and I was just going through the motions of feeling down and out and not really thinking so great about myself or about certain parts of my life. But I choose to take my pain and my hurt and my suffering and use it as medicine to be a better person and to fall in love more with my life and fall in love with life in general. The ups and downs, how it ebbs and flows. I want it to transform me. I want it to help me grow and learn and to be better. And if somebody who went through all these traumatic events in their life, whether you have survived sexual abuse, sexual assault, um, car accidents, physical violence of any kind, emotional trauma such as a divorce or domestic violence, whatever it may be that you've been through, I know so many people who have been through those things that I've mentioned and they use it to be better, to do better, to have more compassion, to expand their heart, to raise their consciousness, to raise their vibration. And these are such wonderful people who, because of their trauma, know what it's like to be on the lowest of the low of energy. And they've used that energy consciously and with awareness and as a choice to raise, to level up, to be better. And I challenge all of us to do that. So I hope that today's message resonated well with anybody who's listening. And I hope that you really liked it. And I look forward to next week's episode where I can speak more on wherever the wind will blow me next. And whatever message I feel compelled to speak on, I will. And I hope that it reaches all you guys in a loving way. And I thank you all for listening. Thank you.